Hey family, welcome back to another week of our study through the Bible. We're on to the book of Philippians this week. Uh, so this is another of Paul's letters. And again, he's writing this from Roman um, imprisonment, 60 to 62 AD. Uh, and it's written to the church in Philippi, which he had a very cool history with. Um, he goes there on his second missionary journey. This is the first stop after he receives the vision of the man from Macedonia. Uh, and so this is the first church there. And possibly the first church in all of Europe is founded here in Philippi. And uh, probably met in the house of Lydia um, early on, at least. That's, that's one of the women Paul meets when he first gets there. That they're worshiping down by the river. It's probably such a small Jewish community that there's not even a synagogue. So they're kind of outside the city worshiping in this spot. And Paul and Silas go and find them there and start telling about Jesus and, and things start going well. Uh, and then, of course, Paul and Silas get arrested. But that arrest is still something God uses, which very much plays into the theme of this letter that they would have remembered those things because Paul and Silas get arrested and that's where they're up in the middle of the night singing hymns to God and earthquake comes and shakes everything loose and chains fall off doors are open and yet they don't move so when the you know head of the prison comes in when the jailer comes in and he's ready to kill himself because he assumes everyone's escaped and he's a dead man and they call out hey don't do it we're still here uh, and then he, he brings them out and takes them home cleans them up and asks hey tell me about tell me about this jesus tell me why you guys are like this you're kind of crazy and so the jailer and his whole family get saved because of that and so some really cool history, some really cool stories um, from Paul's time in Philippi. And you can see a lot of that kind of come out in this letter that he's got this very personal connection to them, that he's remembering those things. Um, and this is a letter that's all about joy. I mean, he was in prison there. He's in prison now writing to them. And yet it's all joy coming from him. And so he writes to express um, his thanks to them. This is possibly the only church we know for sure that financially supported Paul. Um, some by his choice, he liked to take care of himself um, as much as he could and not be a burden on some of these churches. But we know that at least a couple times they gave a gift, including sending him um, a gift here while he's in Rome. And now he's sending the person that, that brought it back to them and commending him and commending them for, for their giving. And he encourages them to, to live joyfully and in unity as they seek to live as Christ would have them be. Um, and he warns them about some false teachings because there's... You know, like any any church, there's some little squabbles and some things going on there that, that he needs to deal with. And so he encourages them to, to have unity and to have the mind of Christ, to, to have that same humility that Christ had. It's got this great little exposition on uh, Christ emptying himself and becoming like us, becoming a servant, a slave, and humbling himself that way so that God could lift him up. Um, so really talks about joy and humility and suffering and how we can still have joy in the midst of those things. Um, it's got his great lines about, you know, content, whatever the circumstances. Those are all things that we see here in Philippians. So Philippians 4.4, 4, uh, key verse, rejoice in the Lord always. I say it again, rejoice. And that's in the middle of him talking about all these hard, difficult things he's dealing with. And yet he reminds them, this is all about, all about the joy. So um, no Old Testament quotes in this letter, which is kind of rare for Paul that he doesn't bring that up. But that makes sense. Since, again, such a small Jewish community, there might not even be a synagogue. So he's almost entirely speaking to Gentiles here. And so doesn't need to quote the Old Testament to them. It won't mean as much. So um, hope you guys enjoyed Philippians this week. One of my favorite books. So love you guys. See you soon.